Hello and welcome back to Rickwood's Writer's Room. This is episode four, where I'm going to be talking about the cost of publishing, specifically about indie publishing and how much you can expect to spend. Um, so, what can you expect to spend? How much money should you spend it on? And what should you spend it on? I think the first thing that was important for me to spend money on was, of course, learning how to do all this, learning how to market. There are great courses out there, most notably there's Mark Dawson's and for Authors course, there's Nick Stevenson's course, and of course I will be launching a course in the new year that will tell you everything you need to know. By getting a course you will learn what a lot of trial and error, a lot of money that you'll spend will help teach you and the kind of money that you might waste investing and trying it out you could then put in a course that will teach you how to advertise. And of course, you've got to learn what the best ways are of using the platforms of Amazon advertising, Facebook advertising, BookBub advertising, and any other medium that you choose to use. And of course, the next thing you need to think about is your cover. Your cover will cost a variance, uh, a variant of, of money depending on who you go to. There are sites you can go to that have pre-made covers and you can buy them and then you can send the details of what you want on the cover to the person. An example is www.goonright.com where I've got a lot of covers and somewhere between 30 and $50 for a cover. You can just simply get one done for you, pick one that's on the website and they will fill in your information. That's quite a cheap way to do it. Similarly, you could go to Fiverr. I've heard some the music, the, the Code designs are quite hit and miss on there. Um, go for word of mouth and listen to what other people, or you can go really big. And if you look up Stuart Blatch, he's designed covers for Stephen King and a lot of uh, big people. Um, but he will charge you probably at least a thousand dollars. But you will, for that, get amazing cover. Alternatively, you could do it yourself. If you don't know what you're doing, you have no concept of design, then don't do that. But if you do, I, I do all my covers myself, and I've learned a lot about doing covers and about the familiarity theory and about what should go into a cover. And by doing that, I feel confident in doing it. You can use Canva, which is a tool online, and they've got stock images you can get for a dollar. Or you can get Photoshop, which costs something like £10 a month to get, and you can do a lot more in Photoshop, use a lot more fonts than you can in Canva. And you can get a stock image subscription. I use Adobe Photos, I get 10 photos a month for 23 99 and any additional ones I want for 223 um, which is relatively cheap. So that is a way of, of doing it yourself. Um, formatting your book, you can pay to get it formatted. Often there'll be recommendations with people that you go through to publish. For example, I think KDP and, and Cobra have recommendations of people you can go to. Um, and these people will make it look really nice if you use a, a tool like Drafted Digital, um, who will put everything on the platforms for you, convert it for you, and just take something like 5 or 10% of your money, no upfront costs. You can do it there, or you can just put it in there. Uh, put your file in there and they'll convert it for you. You can download that and add it to the places yourself, which is absolutely fine. There are other software you can download. For Mac, there's a software called Vellum. Um, I'm not sure what software there is for Windows, um, but you can do that. I personally don't use any of that, and I just use Word. And it is possible to use Word. Um, the only real formatting conversion issue I've found in using Word is that the 
tabs often are a little, little weird. So if you use the tab button at the beginning of every paragraph, they won't be converted well. The simple way to deal with that is to copy one of the tabs, use find and replace to delete all of them, and then go through every chapter leaving the first line not tabbed in, because the first line shouldn't be tabbed in, and all the rest you then highlight, click on paragraph, and then click on a, an indent to, to use that, and that will convert properly. And that is the only real issue you have with that. The next thing is your blurb is right in the copy. So that is what goes in your book description on Amazon. It's amazing that we can be really good at writing. We can be able to write fantastic books. But as an author, we still struggle to write um, a decent blurb. Um, there are people you can go to to do this for you. Uh, an example of a very well-known person is Brian Cohen, but he will charge you a few hundred for doing that, but he does do a really good copy. There are also formats that you can use to write a blurb, blurb uh, a structure that you can use to write the copy that I use to write all my copies. It takes me probably more drafts to get it right than it does my actual book, but there is a format that I use of what goes into each line and I'll discuss this in a later podcast. Next thing you need to think about is your editing. Um, you need to go to a developmental editor, a copy editor, and if you've got the money, a proofreader. A developmental editor will look at the story, the characters, the structure, the plot, the pace. They will look at all of this. I've just spat my mic. Uh, they will look at all of this and they will give you feedback on it. If this is your first book, use a developmental editor. You can't negotiate on that. I used developmental editors for my first seven or eight books, and after that, I used my girlfriend. My girlfriend won't be able to give me the solutions in the way that an editor might, but she still tells me pretty specifically the problems, and I can figure out how to fix them from there. And the only reason I use her is because she is fantastic with her feedback. If you don't have someone who can give you that kind of feedback, still use a developmental editor. Even... If it's your first few books and you do have someone like that, they'll use a developmental editor because you need it to help you grow as a writer. They will point out things you'll never have thought of. After that, a copy editor. Lots of, I've given you ways to kind of cut back cost and negotiate on some of the costs. A copy editor, do not negotiate about. If you do not get a copy editor and you publish a book with all the errors in that a copy editor won't find and you won't find, and a copy editor will find but you won't, then you are ruining the industry for the rest of us. You are publishing a poor quality product which gives a stigma to indie publishing and it is not good enough. You have to use a copy editor. A copy editor will go through all the grammar, sentence structure, word choice, they will go through all that and you may think you'll be able to do this yourself. You can't, you're not. I was an English teacher, I've got a masters in creative writing and I'm starting a PhD in February and I still miss things. You know, and I've, I've published many, many books now. So you still, one thing you can't negotiate on. How much should you expect to spend on this? A developmental editor, I go to the writer's workshop and I submit it there and they will find someone specifically for your genre and assign it for you. If you do that, um, that will probably cost you maybe, depending on the length of the book, somewhere between four and six hundred pound. Uh, 
I, for my copy editing, I go to first editing. You can also use a website called Reezy where you can publish your brief and people can offer you prices and you can go for the best person and the best one. But in edit, uh, copy editing, I spend somewhere between, depending on the length of book, between three and six hundred pound. That's somewhere between perhaps four and six hundred and fifty dollars. Um, but I, I mean, people say, "Well, I could edit it myself." No, you can't. I mean, I, I could probably have another holiday, could eat more if I didn't spend that money. But I do because I owe it to people reading my book to deliver a good quality product, and I owe it to the indie industry not to ruin it for everyone else. Uh, a proofreader is not something I necessarily go for. I cut back on the expense, but if you have gotten uh, a proofreader, then that's a brilliant thing to use as well. That will cost you less, maybe £200, £300. What's equally good as a proofreader, if you want to save some money, is a street team. Now, you won't really be able to have one of these if it's your first buck. But when you're a few bucks in, you build a street team. I'll do a podcast on this later on how to build a street team. Um, but they're basically your readers who send your book for free a few a few weeks beforehand. They give you feedback, customer reviews, and let you know about any typos that are in your book. Then you have the cost of advertising. Facebook advertising, depending on what you want to do with it, can cost as much or as little as you want. Generally, Facebook campaigns have a minimum of spending £5 per day on a campaign, which can often very hit or miss. Some people have amazing results in terms of driving sales. Some people don't. Some people build their mailing with this. Um, I will tend to use it for book launches because you can import your mailing list into Facebook and you can then assign that to people who are on your mailing list and advertise at them. Um, your mailing list is also important. Um, it's invaluable, really. Um, I go with MailChimp. That's free, I think. It's still free up until you've got 2,500 subscribers. After that, I've got something like 3,300, and I pay $50 a month, um, which... A mailing list is your best is your best way of selling a book, so you don't wanna don't wanna skimp out on that. After that, you've got Amazon advertising, which you can spend again as little or as much as you want on. The more you spend, the better your profits. I'll probably start lower and trial it. And then you've got but 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 advertising again as little or as much as you want. I will talk more about those platforms in another podcast episode. And then, of course, the only other expense I can think of is if you choose to have your book done as an audiobook you can do this as a royalty split with a narrator um, or you can pay someone up front which would probably cost you thousands if you did that or you can do it all yourself the equipment for me cost me less than 50 pound to buy the equipment and I'm doing it myself although you need to have a bit of technical know-how to do that so that is the cost of publishing um, next week I'm going to talk about what's your app options are for Facebook advertising and what you can do with Facebook advertising. So look out for that. Um, if you would like to look at all the resources on my website in one handy ebook, then you can find that on all good ebook retailers. Similarly, you can actually get it for free without bothering to do that just by joining the main list on my website, which is rickwoodswritersroom.com. Until next time, happy writing and good day.